there. Welcome to the Friday edition of Following the Truth. I am yours truly, Gary Zimak. It is August the 13th. And um, boy, we got some interesting things to talk about today. You know, it, it's, it's, it's funny. I, um, I always tell you that I try to let the Holy Spirit guide what I talk about on this program. And I really do. I really believe that ultimately I want him to tell me what I'm supposed to say. He comes up with the topics. He comes up with how uh, how I want to address them, the, you know, the words I use, the scripture references or whatever. I, I thought I had in mind what I wanted to talk about with you today. And it, uh, it's a combination of, you know, we've been talking all week about Dynamic Catholic has been sharing uh, some excerpts from my book, Stop Worrying and Start Living, the book that I wrote for them a few years ago this week in their daily email. So, I, I've been I've been opening up, stop worrying, and start living. And I think there's a good meditation that that I want to share with you. I think it's it's something that we all need to remember. It kind of reminds us of why we do what we do when it comes to walking with the Lord. You know, um, so so I'm going to share that with you. And it's actually the meditation for tomorrow. It's from August the 14th. And stop worrying and start living. That's that's one thing I want to talk about. And the other thing that I thought I would share. And it's it's a pretty long reading, but it was the um, the first reading from today's daily mass. It's a reading from the book of Joshua. If you recall, Joshua was the individual that the Lord designated to lead the 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 Israelites into the promised land. Moses got them to the, to the brink of the promised land, but God said, "No, Moses, I don't want you to lead them in. I want I want Joshua to do it." So. I think the reading is a good reminder of God's presence with us. So that's that was the plan, right? And that is going to be, we will talk about some of that. But um, we went to Daily Mass. My wife and I went to Daily Mass. And, you know, sometimes I, sometimes I hesitate. You know, I like to say I'm transparent with you. But there's always times when I don't want to be that transparent. You know, I, <laughs> I want to hold back a little. But I, I, I think today was a... Um, a you can learn something, I, I really think, from an incident that happened to me after Mass today. And it sort of piggybacks on what we talked about on yesterday's show. Um, and, and it has to do with conflict. And I, and I think it's, I'm, I'm not going to go into the gory details, but I'm going to tell you enough to give you an idea of A, how imperfect I am. And B, what I believe God's grace can do when it works in me. And, and that's why I share these things with you. I don't want to pretend with you. I, you know, I want to be honest with you. I don't want you to think that, and, and you probably don't, but I don't want you to think that, for lack of a better term, that I have it all together. And, and that I have reached a certain level and again, I know this is ridiculous to even say this because you know me and you probably don't think this, but I don't want you to think I've reached uh, sort of a level where I've mastered uh, either my worrying, because I still slip up, or I've mastered holiness, because as I'm going to share with you today, I, I blew it big time today, you know, and, and I want you to know that, but but like more important than that, because you might go through things like this. You might mess up. You might feel really down. You might feel that God doesn't love you anymore. You might feel that there's no hope for you. I share these stories because I believe, not, not because I want to brag or, 
make you feel better because I'm such a, a dope, but rather I want to be able to share with you the hope that I feel that the Lord can work with even me, you know, to give you hope too. Because I know that the, the evil one, he likes to discourage us and make us think you're never going to get any better. You're always going to worry. You're always going to be a big mouth. You're always going to commit this sin. You will never get better. And somehow we got to channel that hope given to us by the Lord in his grace and believe, be optimistic that things don't have to be the same. That he can turn around even in you know what, what appears in our mind to be a hopeless situation. Giving hope to the hopeless. That's one thing that I like to try to do. So, stick around after the prayer. We'll chat a little about this and then we'll, um, we'll try to see how much we can cover in, in, this, um, in the remainder of the half hour. Okay? So, let's settle in. Let's turn to our Father in Heaven right now and let's talk to Him. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Father in Heaven, thank you for being present with us now. As always, Father, we can't see you, but that makes sense because you are pure spirit and therefore you can't technically be seen. But that's good because through faith we know that you are present. So since we know your presence, since we know that you love us, since we know that you're all-powerful, we turn to you today, Father. And first thing, we praise you for all the great things you have done throughout history, in our lives. We praise you when we look around and we see nature, we see other people, when we see what little we can of the world. Of course, we can see mountains, we can see trees, we can see oceans and rivers, and we can see land, we can see clouds up in the sky, but it's still just 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 a minuscule representation of what the world and your creativity in the universe really is. But you give us the ability to see the great things you have done. And for that, we thank you. And we praise you for your magnificent creation throughout history, for your providential care of your people, and for the way you've taken care of us over the years. Father, we lift up to you all of our needs this day, the needs of anybody who has asked us to pray for them. We pray for all who are sick. We pray for anyone struggling with mental illness or addiction. We pray for those who are are imprisoned, either in their homes or in hospitals or nursing homes or rehab facilities or actual prisons. We ask you, Father, to have mercy on the world today. Be merciful to all of us who have sinned, Please look with favor on us and grant us the grace that we need to do what would please you. Father, I pray that you send your spirit out upon me and give me the words for this program. I pray, Father, that you can open all of our minds and all of our hearts to be receptive to the message that you have for us on the show today. And Heavenly Father, I ask these things in the name of Jesus, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, thank you so much for praying with me. I want to to let you know a couple of things. Um, 
Dynamic Catholic is still offering copies of Stop Worrying and Start Living for a 33% discount and free shipping. Shipping That's now, which today is August the 13th, through the 17th of August. So only for a few more days. 33% discount and free shipping. That's a better deal than Amazon is offering, even though they discount it. So if you want to check that out, either click on the link for my daily email reflection. I've been including it in my in my email, um, my daily email reflections. You click on it from there or go to directly to dynamiccatholic.com and um, you can just do a search for Stop Worrying and Start Living and, and you'll be able to find it there. If you have any questions, just email me at gary at followingthetruth.com. The other thing to keep an eye out for is my new book. It's going to be coming out sometime mid to late September. It's Journey with God, Finding Peace and Happiness. That's coming from the Word Among Us Press. And uh, you can pre-order that on Amazon right now if you're interested. You know, just just type my name in to the search, uh, the search box and you can find all my books and you'll look for it. It's called Give Up. I'm sorry, it's called Journey with God, Finding Peace and Happiness. And and again, that's due out just in about another month or so. So you can pre-order it now if you want to make sure you get your copy. And finally, for if you want to find out more about my work or if you have uh, yet to subscribe to my daily email reflection, Let Not Your Heart Be Troubled, you can do all of that by going to followingthetruth.com. On the way very soon... Maybe you were you were with me on our summer Give Up Worry for Good program when we did the podcast and the daily email reflections. Well, I'm having a button made up right now that's going to be on the front page of the website. And all of the email uh, messages and all the podcasts that we did here, they've all been archived. And what we're going to do is have that button lead to a page on the website where there'll be links for day one, day two, day three, etc., of Give Up Worry for Good, and anybody at any time will be able to take advantage of that program that we did back in the summer, a week or so ago. We concluded a week or so ago. Um, So that's going to be available very soon. We just got my daughter's working with me on the website, and we hope to get that up very, very soon. All right, so I got to share this story with you. So I have an idea what I want to talk about, and I will talk about some of these things. That was my idea. I go to Mass, right? Um... Boy, I hate to tell you this story, but but I, I have to. I have to. I'm not going to waste it. So I, um, you know, yesterday I told you some things about I try to stay positive on the show and I don't get into anything political or overly critical of other people. I try not to do that. I don't feel that's what God wants me to do with my ministry. I get out of church and um, Eileen and I walked across the street. We were going to go to the store and... While she's in the store, and I don't, I don't really, because I don't want to get political about anything, I don't really want to get into the details, and forgive me for this, because it's just going to open up a can of worms that I don't want to open up. Um, when, we came, when she came out of the store, I was waiting for her, I had another store to go into, there, there, a woman came up, and she was um, critical, I, something about, but so she just said something that um, really was, really kind of like escalated. She said something to Eileen and me, and, and Eileen handled it in a, a much better way than I did. And and I was trying to just, okay, very good. Okay, thank you. Thanks for mentioning that. 
Um, and, and it, uh, let me just tell you, it had to do with wearing a mask in the store. Okay. And again, I don't, I don't want to get into it, but if a store says I'm supposed to wear a mask, I'm not going to debate. I'm just going to do what they have to say. So this woman had a problem with that. Yeah. I was trying not to get, that's not overly political. It's, it's a real problem. We've got a, we've got a conflict in this country, you know, people on either sides and they get nasty. Um, which really hurts me to have to tell you this. <laughs> so she made a kind of a snide comment, you know, do the research. You just, you know, you're not, the implication was you're being stupid for complying, right? That's the implication. So I, I don't, I don't really do well with being criticized like that. And it's, it's a shortcoming. It's, I'm a passionate person. I don't think you survive 10 years in full-time ministry without having some passion or some serious emotion, you know? I When I believe in something, I'm full speed ahead. But it gets me in trouble sometimes, right? So the woman said something. Eileen said something. She, Eileen was being great. You know, she said, oh, I'll pray for you. Thank you. But the woman just kept coming at us, you know, and walking away and just wouldn't let it go. Do the research, you know? And, and again, I'm just trying to comply and not offend anybody and, and, and just do what the store is asking, okay? And um, she walked away, and, and I said so. I don't remember what I said. It was kind of like I was getting a little blunt with her, but she kept talking, and she wasn't giving up. And she said, well, why don't you just go see a psychiatrist? And, and you know, at that point, I, <laughs> this, is, this is the way I get. I just kind of saw red, and I wasn't very friendly to her. And I pretty much told her, just go away. And I expressed my opinion of her intelligence you know it was it was totally uncalled for i shouldn't have done it but here's the and i felt terrible about it and then i leaned forward. i said well you just get away and, and i did and she the woman walked away and here's the thing i love jesus and every day i ask him to help me to help me not worry to help me not sin and you know i just came out of mass and i still had jesus in me and I was not nice to this person. I was downright mean. I am so embarrassed and ashamed and I feel bad about it. And I'm going to go to confession tomorrow. Again, I, I got you know, to share this with you. And had anybody seen me from church or if my kids were there, I would have been embarrassed. And I, I really would have felt terrible that I disappointed them. I behaved in a, in a non-Christ, in, in, in a manner that was not Christ-like at all. And in, in a manner which was downright embarrassing by what I said. You know, and I didn't, again, I didn't curse, I didn't, but it just what I said was not nice. Um, and no matter how nasty, crazy, whatever it is somebody is to me, I always have the option to walk away and to maintain some sort of a sense of peace and be charitable, you know? I and I should have, but I didn't. So at first I felt terrible, and Eileen was really good with me. She said, "Look, I get it. You've you've had to pull me away from." And we both can be a little volatile at times. And I said, "Look, I, I took it seriously. I feel I feel really bad. I shouldn't have said anything. Um, I'm going to go to confession tomorrow." But I believe that. But here's the thing: I believe that the Lord lets us slip off. You've you've heard me say this before, because at times we we start to forget how much we need him and we forget our sinful and fallen human nature 
there's a couple of good things that came out of this. Number one, I certainly recognized that any goodness or holiness that comes out of me is not due to me. I got an ugly look into what I can really be like. It was an eye-opening, sort of sickening look into what a sinner I am. I'm also grateful for second chances and third chances and 50,000 chances that the Lord gives me and the ability to go to confession and say, Jesus, I'm sorry, I let you down. You know? And that gives me hope. And I'm not going to get down on myself. I, it's, you know, I still feel bad about it. It's in the past. But that doesn't mean I'm a loser. That doesn't mean I can't change. You know, you just listen to the story of Mother Angelica when she talks about her temper. And that goes for anything. If it's a habitual sin, if it's lapsing into worrying when you're trying not to, whatever it may be, we let the Lord down all the time. And that's why he had to go to the cross and die for us. So it reminded me of the importance to pray very earnestly every morning for the grace to be able to deal with people who might attack me verbally, who might be nasty, who might, you know, challenge me on various things. It reminded me of the need to do that. I always pray for the inspiration of the Holy Spirit every day. You know, I've told you that. But just because the Holy Spirit is working in me and willing to help me doesn't mean I have to cooperate with the grace that he gives me. In other words, I can refuse his help, and I think that's what I did today. So share that with you to let you know how imperfect I am and um, how grateful I am that Jesus will forgive me if I turn to him for help. And, And I hope that may in some sort of way encourage you as well. That whatever it is you're feeling bad about, you know, however you messed up, know that the Lord can bring good out of it and can change, can change you, can transform you. I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to get back up on the horse. And um, so there you have it. That's, that's my story today. And, um, you know, I told you a little bit about the story yesterday as well. I had somebody who was sort of saying something I didn't agree with, and that was very civil. It was, no, it was no problem, and I I felt the need to make a comment that, well, that's not exactly what I believe, and here's here's the focus of what I, the work that I do, and it went well. It went well. It was cordial, but I, I was telling Eileen on the way home in the car, what would have happened if they, the woman I talked to yesterday was nasty? I've got to be ready for that, you know, and I don't have to sit there and be abused but I need to be able to take it and not necessarily lash out at that person. You know, we can have a discussion. We can disagree. But even if they're nasty to me, I pray for the grace to, in a kind way, be able to say, I'm sorry, but I disagree with you. Or I'm not going to let you talk to, like that to me and just walk away. So that's what I wanted to share with you because it kind of shook me up. But I think that. I believe that sometimes it's rooted in pride when we think I am above this sin. I can't sin like that anymore. I've got this covered. No problem at all, right? And then the Lord says, okay, you think you think you got it all together? And he lets us fall. And I think that can be very beneficial. So that's why I share that with you today. 
Um, now let's shift gears a little bit and, and open up uh, Stop Worrying and Start Living. So this is the meditation for tomorrow. I thought it was a good one. It, it just There's something about it that, that resonates with me today, and I, and I want to share this with you. It's, um, it's pretty funny. I'm telling you my meditation is a good one, but it's actually the verse is very good. This is from Psalm 39, verse 4. I want you to listen to this. Lord, let me know my end and what is the measure of my days. Let me know how fleeting my life is. Isn't that a great prayer? Let me know, Lord, how fleeting my life is. And you know why that's important? Because I tend to procrastinate with any number of things. And one of the things we can tend to procrastinate with is, I know I've got this problem. I know I'm doing something wrong. I know I've got these character flaws, these imperfections, this this tendency to commit this sin, but I'll have to address it one day. But today is not that day. Well, the reminder is today has to be that day. And, and I think when you hear a verse like this, the ability to recognize how short your life is, is critical. Because when we start to realize that, that we're, not, we're only here for a finite amount of days on this earth. When we begin to realize that, we start to get a sense of urgency about living the present moment. And it, it gives us a greater appreciation for the present moment, which is all we have guaranteed. You know, yesterday's gone, tomorrow is not guaranteed. All we have is this present moment. Let's make the best of it. And let's turn to the Lord and ask for his help and his strength to deal with whatever challenge I am facing at the present moment. You know, so whether it's you haven't been to church in a long time, whether you start need to start reading your Bible whether you need to make amends with a somebody that you severed a relationship with, whether you need to get back to confession, whether you need to take care of uh, some sort of reparation, you know, some changes in your life, today is all you are guaranteed. And, and that, that, that shakes me up, but it also motivates me. It's good to be shaken up at times. I really believe that. We can be too easy on ourselves. So today is all we have. And it ties in sort of to what we talked about, I guess, yesterday with appreciating the gifts that the Lord has given us. He gave us the gift of this day. What am I going to do with that? How am I going to thank Him and produce good fruit today? Because tomorrow is not guaranteed. So let that, let that be your prayer today. And maybe over the weekend, think a little bit about it. I, it makes me think. And that's one of the reasons I made the decision to go to confession tomorrow, as soon as I can. I'm going to go tomorrow. I'm not going to put it off because I, I want to take care of this. What else do I need to take care of today? You know, what have I, what have I been putting off that the Lord would like me to take care of today? And then make that commitment to do it, Right. And I think that really is is a great message for us. Now, we, we only have a couple minutes left, but I think I can get this in. Let me try. This is the first reading from today's Mass. I'm looking. It's a little lengthy, but let me just share it with you. It's Joshua chapter 24, verses 1 through 13. Joshua gathered together all the tribes of Israel at Shechem, summoning their elders, their leaders, their judges, and their officers. When they stood in ranks before God, Joshua addressed all the people. 
Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, In times past your fathers, down to Terah, father of Abraham and Nahor, dwelt behind the river, beyond the river, and served other gods. But I brought your father Abraham from the region beyond the river, and led him through the entire land of Canaan. I made his descendants numerous, and gave him Isaac. To Isaac I gave Jacob and Esau. To Esau I assigned the mountain region of Seir, in which to settle, while Jacob and his children went down to Egypt. Now we're going to get to the good part coming up here. A lot of some preliminary details first, and then this is the Lord speaking. Then I sent Moses and Aaron, and smote Egypt with the prodigies which I wrought in her midst. Afterward, I led you out of Egypt, and when you reached the sea, the Egyptians pursued your fathers to the Red Sea with chariots and horsemen. Because they cried out to the Lord, he put darkness between your people and the Egyptians, upon whom he brought the sea so that it engulfed them. So the Egyptians, the Lord spared the Israelites by stopping the Egyptians who were trying to come after them and take them back into slavery. After you witnessed what I did to Egypt and dwelt a long time in the desert, I brought you into the land of the Amorites who lived east of the Jordan. They fought against you, but I delivered them into your power. You took possession of their land, and I destroyed them, the two kings of the Amorites before you. Then Balak, son of Zippor, king of Moab, prepared to war against Israel. So all these threats against Israel, God's chosen people, here comes another one. He summoned Balaam, son of Beor, to curse you, but I would not listen to Balaam. On the contrary, he had to bless you, and I saved you from him. Once you crossed the Jordan and came to Jericho, the men of Jericho fought against you, but I delivered them also into your power. See all these examples of God's providence? And I sent the hornets ahead of you to drive them out of your way. It was not your sword or your bow. I gave you a land which you had not tilled and cities which you had not built to dwell in. You have eaten of vineyards and olive groves which you did not plant. The bottom line here, and this is what a lot, you know, a lot of words here, but what I think the message that emerges is God created us, God loves us, God is going to take care of us. Are we willing to trust him? He's done a lot of good for his people over the years. All he asks is that we do things his way. He's not going to desert you. So I want you to know that whatever you're up against today, however desperate you feel, however hopeless you feel, there is always hope. God loves you, He is with you, and He can fix this problem in some way. Sometimes He takes His time. But keep turning to Him, ask for what you need, and trust that He's with you and He'll take care of you. Okay? I hope you have a fantastic weekend. Thank you for listening to my ramblings today. God bless you, and God willing, I'll catch you on Monday. See you now.